from the smallest room in New York City. Listen up. Here comes a show that gives you a reason to live. It's this fucking piece. Shocking and disturbing video from the Boogie D. It shows the moment Cleveland Smith, and balls. 35 years old, was shot and killed in a Mount Hope grocery store after a desperate bid to escape his attackers. He ran in. <laughs> what? He ran in past the plantains, took a hard left by the cash machine, crashed into a rack of potato chips, and helplessly waited to die. The end for Cleveland Smith came in the aisle of a Bronx bodega. Most come into the shop seeking a sandwich or some fantastic cigarettes, but Smith came in seeking refuge and protection. A gunman hot on his tail. Gunman, I says, yes. And the corner store that seemingly has everything was now fresh out. Yes, shocking and disturbing video shows the moment he was shot and killed in that grocery store while trying to escape, and and the victim was just standing there on East 175th Street near the Grand Concourse in Mount Hope when the two men spotted him around 510. Just like that, well, something like that. It might have been slightly louder than that. Joining me now, the one and only Douglas Nelson. What's happening, Doug? Well, I'm sitting here just stunned, and it appears the main culprit here was a bag of potato chips. That's right. It's all over a bag of chips. Yes. They love to say stuff like that. This is from the Daily News, so uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't, you know, pin it on the plantains. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure exactly what's behind a shooting like this. You know, I mean, they spot him. It must be gang related, something of that nature. You know, just like, hey, there he is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, that's him. Seems rather targeted. And then he ran, and that spurred them on anymore. You know, you're supposed to uh, at least show your dominance or, or, or play dead. Yes, you either rise up, away. rise up to your full height. If you have a coat, <laughs> you know, you want to make <laughs> yeah, pump you, up your chest. Make it try to make yourself look larger than you are and uh, make yeah. a big noise. Uh, show your teeth. Or, you know, I guess it was, the way I've seen some of these bear handlers do it, <laughs> they, just, they go, hey, bear, get out of here. <laughs> and, and for some reason, the bear's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, the bears speak English. I guess, if you say so. I don't, I don't leave. you got to be that way about it. <laughs> I thought I was just... Oh, whatever. Okay. Well, I was looking for a snack. The, the duo, uh, this this duo, I don't think, was going to be so quickly fooled. They chased him into that nearby uh, bodega. Open far, as we say down south, shooting him in the torso. And, uh, shooting him in the torso, they added. What? <laughs> I think this is I think this is one of those AI-written stories. Uh, yes, yeah. Because <laughs> that makes zero sense. The duo chased Smith into a nearby bodega and opened fire, shooting him in the torso, they added. <laughs> okay. Incorrect. <laughs> no arrests have been made because no laws have been broken. <laughs> Business as usual in the Bronx. They pick up the yellow flag and uh yeah, we we continue with gameplay. Medics rushed uh, Smith to St. Barnabas Hospital where he was pronounced dead and Smith was he was killed just steps from his home. Man, that bodega was sure was convenient till it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> convenient for murder. Well, a lot of violence going on in uh, New York bodegas these days. Sure, yeah, yeah. that's 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 only uh, and, and that, that's only one incident of, of I'm sure many. Uh, and we have other incidents today coming from uh, violent Brooklyn, 
uh, where a man tried to bomb a homeless shelter. Uh, interesting. Uh, also, uh, a Brooklyn social justice advocate stabbed to death in Bedlam Crimescent, one of our favorite little areas uh, of violent Brooklyn, one of our favorite communities, and a neighbor who previously assaulted an owner of a loud dog. Uh, well, now they're looking at him for shooting her and pal to death. That's oh. up in Washington Heights, plus a rather quaint crime. Uh, it's a scam artist. Um, I hear the pickpockets are beginning to act up again, too. So we got oh, no. plenty to talk about today. Uh, I hope things are going well with you, Doug. I've had a pretty good week so far. So far, so good. Yeah, But the weekend looms, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I, the, the, more, uh, the more time I spend outside of New York City, which I am outside of New York City now, I'm looking at I'm looking at New York. Yeah. I, I said I want to see what it's like from the outside looking in again. Yeah. Now that I've been there and know the deal, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I I fled after I, I lost my job uh, uh, as a uh, content creator over at Compound Media. I, I did secure another job pretty quickly, but I'd already made arrangements to move. Now, um, it's none of your fucking business where I am. How about that? Uh, <laughs> Undisclosed location. <laughs> But I think I might have mentioned it already. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we, it's, I, I'll be revealing, you know, whatever point. The, the, basically, the results of my criminal case. It's, a, it's, mm. it's, it's shocking. Shocking. A <laughs> <Yeah>. member <laughs> of the crime press of New York City would be so accused. It, it's, uh, it, 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 it's, it, it beggars belief that I would break the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, and get caught doing it, you know, on video. But such... Especially when you don't have the proper privileges of it being completely and utterly ignored. Well, yeah, it was on video. I mean... They, it doesn't matter. You had the right privileges. Well, I don't <laughs> you know. check those boxes. That's just, a, that's just a talking point, Doug. You know, this... This show here is about the it's mine. This show's here is about the crimes. <laughs> it's all about the crimes. Now, uh, as I said, this guy who, um, wow, he sprinted in and, and he ran past a row of fruit and the vegetables before turning past an ATM and disappearing off camera. Um, seconds later, man appears with a gun, follows the same path. Both men reappear on camera, but the gunman grabbing Smith by the collar. As Smith tries to push him away, a third man appears in the frame just before the gunman. So, so let's let's take this uh, a little more slowly. Man appears with a gun, follows the same path. He he's tracking him through the story. He's like, like following his footprints, I guess, or maybe he smells the fear. Yeah, he's there's, an excellent hunter. There's probably a limited. Uh, oh yeah. There's probably limited options, you know. Yeah. It's a bodega, so how? <laughs> he probably went through that door back there. Yeah. I bet you that's know, the it. Only one. So both men reappear then. Uh, see, he followed the same path, and they both reappear. The gunman's grabbing Smith by the collar. He drags him out by the collar, so it's like, you? you know, very, uh, <laughs> yeah. I know, old-fashioned-y, uh, right. Three Stooges short, Mo Larry the Cheese type of a situation. And uh, Why I ought to. Smith tries to push him away. He He's like, <laughs> a third man appears in the frame just before the gunman raises his weapons and fires two shots at the victim. Wait a second. The guy has guns. Yeah. The third man appears. Cool. But then again, this might be AI, as you suggested. So, oh, man, who raises two guns at a guy? I mean, that is some. That's, 
Well, that's, in case one misfires, that's some apple dumpling gang shit. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always imagine, like, uh, as a, when I was a kid, as a cowboy, I'd say, like, oh, yeah, I'd have two guns pointed at a guy. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, yeah. You don't know. Usually one. Usually one. You just, you can get it all done with that one. You're going to miss with one of those. Yeah, at least. Even, with, even though you're standing right in front of it. Yeah. Point blank. It's not so, it's not so simple a task. I've never actually tried to shoot somebody at point blank, but I've tried shooting, like, uh, targets at 15 feet. Man, it ain't automatic. Nope. <laughs> it ain't even semi-automatic. I mean, I missed the whole fucking target a few times, you know. I mean, like, it's, yeah. uh, you know what I was pretty good shooting with was a uh, one of those, uh, like a semi-automatic rifle. I think it was an AR-15 type-ish, you know, weapon. And, man, that thing, I I could cut that thing. I, I, I did pretty good with that. The it's long gun, the rifle. Weapon. It's in, yeah. No. Uh, a weapon of war, a weapon that will go inside your body and pulverize all of your organs. A weapon of war. Every, a weapon is a weapon. <laughs> That's true. Weapons of war. Like a Swiss Army knife? What do you mean? That's that's a weapon of war, ain't it? Your fist can be a weapon of war. Weapon it's of war. <laughs> it's war. We're pretty much using whatever we can. Whatever you can get. You know, a chair can be a weapon of war. Weapons of war is a funny term, isn't it? Yeah. Weapons of war. Look, we don't mind you having weapons. Not the same kind they use in wars. <laughs> that have ever been used in wars. You know, Trojan War or whatever. I mean, like, well, I guess you'd be okay with private ownership of nuclear weapons then. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Yeah, I have this guy. It it would look. It wouldn't have done Smith any good either way. What if they, if they fired the fucking nuclear weapon at him, or they shot him with the you know he dead. Yeah, he's still just as dead. He he, he got matter. smoked in the bodega. <laughs> Gunman raises his weapons and fires. Two probably shots. Probably had signs around saying "Thank you for not smoking." Even then he got smoked. <laughs> oh, man, why'd you smoke him in here? You <laughs> yeah, see the, the sun? Smoke's, the smoke's rising out oh, of Oh, shit, chest. man. I'm sorry. Smith uh, oh. disappears from the from the screen again. Oh, as a shell casing bounces off the bodega flow. Second video shows the chaotic aftermath. Wait, he disappears from the screen again. As a shell casing bounces off the bodega flow. So uh, wow. they fire the, their weapons at, the, at, at Smith and, and uh, miss. Apparently they miss. Oh, well, see. They said, "Hey, something's amiss. I think it was our shots." <laughs> Let's try this again. Uh, like yeah, like it's very much like in Pulp Fiction, you know. <laughs> they yeah, yeah, unload yeah. their weapons, and the guy's still standing there. The killer has a, an epiphany afterwards. Oh, that was what it I was. Need to go yeah. find myself. Yeah, what am I, I'm going to be a I'm going to be a wandering chink. <laughs> That's called a bum. That's right. A bum. Not seen on camera were the terrified bodega clerks. I imagine them cowering, though. Well, with their with their do? fingers in their ears. <laughs> who hid behind oh, here we go again. Yeah. Oh, man. There they go, lighting up. They lit that guy up. Who hid behind the counter and, and in the cold box refrigerator. The cold box refrigerator? What is this? The thirties? <laughs> he hit him. He hit in the ice box. 
<laughs> they're called coolers now. Cold box refrigerator. <laughs> I'm seriously trying to figure out what that means. Cold box. I guess it probably means walk-in cooler. Yeah, the walk-in cooler is usually what that would refer to. I just uh, yeah, it hasn't been called cold box and cold box refrigerator. Years maybe. I've never I've never heard her. <laughs> but that's what it sounds like. It does, like the ice box there. He's hiding in the ice box. Yeah. I always heard it. Wonder, the ice machine. I would used to hear that when I was a kid. They'd refer to a refrigerator as, an, as the ice box. I was like, what the fuck right. decade am I living in? <laughs> yeah, the ice box. We never called it that in my home. We said I hear it every now and It was man, the but... fucking refrigerator. The yeah, fucking, but, but minus the fuck, you know. Yeah. They they did this to avoid being victims themselves. Well, that was, that's a natural prerogative, isn't it? When there's shots being fired in your workplace. I want to avoid being a victim myself. <laughs> I'm going into the cold box refrigerator. <laughs> Seek out your cold box refrigerator. <laughs> Should any acts of violence occur. <laughs> avoid snacking. Is this going to attract attention? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how it possibly could. Advocates of bodega workers said Smith's uh, death. Mm. This is a murder. Dramatically highlights the dangers store clerks face in the wake of increasing neighborhood violence. That's right. Increasing neighborhood violence. I, I, I don't remember a time when I was in New York that they referred to. Well, no advocate said shit in the wake of decreasing neighborhood violence. Advocates of bodega workers were cool with it because, you know, decreasing neighborhood violence. <laughs> oh, look, we were right. Uh, th th this was a hit, a targeted killing. And like uh -huh. so many victims, Smith ran into one of our bodegas trying to save his life. Like, they're, that sounds like a little victim blamey, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> and like many victims, this asshole. They keep using bodegas. It's not going to work. Stop doing that. We are tired of going into the cold box refrigerator. <laughs> it's cold in there. That's this, uh, that's uh, Rodemis Rodriguez. That's honest to God, the man's name. President of the United Bodegas of America. <laughs> Go ahead and call it United Bodegas of New York. There's no bodegas anywhere else, are there? No, no. They're just called convenience stores. Yeah. yeah. Groceries, delis, shit no like that. How small they are. But you got to have a couple of things, key things to have a to have a bodega. You have to have a bodega cat. Okay. That's a mouser, you know. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But he looks like he would never do a damn thing. You know, he's always <laughs> he probably asleep. Doesn't. He's asleep on a on a pile of, on a stack of boxes someplace. Uh, <laughs> and then you need a bodega cousin. It just kind of hangs around. <laughs> Somebody's cousin. He's yeah. the bodega cousin. You can rent one if you're really hard up, but most of these guys have got cousins. Well, with inflation, I imagine that's not happening anymore. They just well, use their actual it's cousins. Like, it's like the cabbies, you know. Uh, they, they, yeah. the fucking, uh, what do you call it, Uber and Lyft and all that shit came in. Yeah. PLC can't keep that under control. Next thing you know, these all these gentlemen from Senegal are driving off bridges with their Million dollar medallions. <laughs> huh. 
those 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 uh, cab medallions were up around a million dollars. They released a bunch more medallions. I think the TLC just trying to squeeze it because they had to see it coming. TLC had to see. I can see why a bunch of you know immigrant cab drivers might miss this, <laughs> but you know, see the 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 taxi and limousine uh, you know commission. They yeah. were probably like, you know what, we're about to basically shit the bed here. So, yeah, <laughs> why don't we sell even more medallions? Cash that cash in there. You know, it's lay that in. I mean, you know, they they're supposed to they advocate for for the cabs and stuff like that. But I mean, what are you gonna do? Ubers are good. You know, Lyft yeah, is good. It's, it's it's economic reality. You've you've got competitors who undercutted you so now your racket is falling apart so now you've shitted the bed exactly and what are you gonna do i mean it's like it's just the nature of the way things wakes and and you want to preserve the heart of the city the beating heart of the city is the cab driver who <laughs> yeah you feel like you're gonna die when you're riding with them and shit you know it's but when the surface is considered not optimal that's when competitors can come in and and uh, you, you steal your customer base. That's just the way it is. Yeah. And I'm, the only way around it was they, I'm sure they pressured and tried to finagle some means by which making that illegal. That you know you have to be a licensed cab driver. You know all that. Yeah, stuff. they yeah they they, they did tried. a little bit of that but, shit. You know, well, they, I'm you, surprised they didn't succeed. That's you can actually interesting. But. but usually, yeah, they can they can pretty much you know stave off any sort of thing that they want not right. going on. But in this case, they were unable to because there's a lot of money there, right? And now, people sure, want like them. Uber. People want them. They use them. They you know they're right. they're better than cabs in many ways. Yeah, you know the yeah, exact amount. You're not you know I mean because you play a game. You ever do this? This well, I mean I, maybe you haven't done this if you haven't spent very much time in new york but like I, I used to get into a cab and just you know make covers uh before i even told the guy where i was going i would point at it at him and go pakistan right <laughs> just to see How you know, did you get? oh they would they you know once in a while i'd be right and the rest of the time they tell me to get out of the car well what what what? <laughs> Not really. I'm just kidding. None of this happened. <laughs> I had one cab driver kick me out of a cab over some sort of little argument we were having. I, I have. I don't even remember. It was something ride related. I think the guy was driving like shit. Some of these guys would will like be breaking for green lights, you know, because oh they're like, I'm in no rush. I want <laughs> to get a few more dollars out of this fare. And they'll do they'll do the shit because you're not paying. Usually, you get into a cab, you're looking at your phone, you're just like, "Hey, here's the address," you know. But then you look up, traffic's whizzing by past you and shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. And there's there was nobody on the road, but now it's like it's all caught up, and this guy's going, you know, thirteen miles an hour, and this oh car feels like a rattle trap, you know, just like like a it seems so stupid. Yeah, and you gotta, hey man, step on it. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> I was thinking about something. Sorry, I, I was lost I, in my own world. I figured you were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're still awake. <laughs> Can you believe the nerve of this of this Smith running into one of our bodegas trying to save his life? <laughs> yeah, the audacity, man. You can't run into chips. you can't run into a Ricky's. No, they're all closed. 
Walgreens, <laughs> nah, they are all closed pretty much. Yeah. Dwayne Reed, nah, they're not around anymore. Well, you should run in some other place. How about uh, the gym? What's that gym that everybody goes to in New York? You know, uh, whatever. I, I don't need to. I, I feel like I'm, I'm being a bit of a tryhard here, trying to squeeze jokes out of this particular part of the story. I'm going to move on. The UBA has long asked the city and state governments to help in creating safe haven bodegas. <laughs> what is that? A program safe that can haven. protect victims like Junior Guzman, who also ran into a bodega seeking shelter. Oh, yeah, they 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 turned him the fuck out, Junior Guzman. They said, get the fuck out. There's five guys out there with knives ready to stab this kid to death. And, and they're like, sorry, later, get out. Oh, my God. It's like, I'm still looking. <laughs> Rodriguez. Well, what, hmm? what are they supposed to do? Have, like, bulletproof doors or something to shut it down? Well, I mean, the guy knows I mean, the kid's getting killed the moment he walks out the door, right? I mean, so right, yeah. that's why we need Not in my store. safe haven bodegas. <laughs> Maybe that should be the name of the bodega chain. Safe haven bodegas. But do they live up to the name? Well, we put the victims, we, we put anybody who thinks they're in danger into the cold box refrigerator. Well, well yeah, you got to let the potential victim go into your cold box. I think that's, I think that's a good and solution. Those are the rules. The hitman's got to stop. He's in the cold box. You lost. He's in the cold box. Sorry. Yeah. He's on, he's on you base. Yeah. You can't get him. He's in the cold box and, uh, you know, but a program like that where you let, People being chased by gunmen run into your cold box. You need yeah. city and state money for that. A lot of it. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, you need all kinds of signage pointing people to the cold box refrigerator. You need, uh, I don't know, money for to promote the fact that there is a thing. Safe Haven Bodangas. <laughs> yeah. He was making a reference to 2018 death of Lissandro Jr. Guzman Feliz. Wow. I like the short version better. A 15-year-old boy who ran into a different Bronx bodega. Yeah, not the same one. Important that you know that. <laughs> a different Bronx bodega. Oh, there's another one. What if they... Oh. <laughs> is it nearby? <laughs> Jesus. They could have just said who ran into a Bronx bodega. No, a different one. <laughs> to flee a gang of attackers who beat... Oh, they well, they beat him to death in the store. They beat him. They, he got beaten to death outside the store. I don't care what they, this article's fucking bullshit and wrong. My memory, I trust. <laughs> oh, oh, it says he. Wait, it said they beat him to death in the store. Okay, and then it says Junior was dragged outside and slashed and stabbed with a machete. <laughs> so, by this logic, you mean they killed him within the store, then violated his corpse. Yes. No, I think they dragged him out. <laughs> the store didn't want him in there. And then within full view of the store, they proceeded to murder him. He was beaten to death inside the store. <laughs> <It says. laughs> hey, I'm See? sure they might have roughed him up a little. I'm but... glad that I just said what I said. I trust my memory. Fuck that. And then it's like, oh, yeah, they describe it here. They just claim oh. that he was beaten to death in the store. <laughs> beaten to death in the st I mean that that's a lot you know if you let that happen it takes it's not too easy to beat somebody to death yeah I would think it takes a while even a kid and now he was stabbed with a machete uh, like I said after police said the group of gang members mistook him for a rival 
What's the difference? Whoever that rival is, boy, he's... <laughs> that was his lucky day. Yeah, he, he, he really dodged a bullet or a machete. The teen who had hopes of becoming an NYPD detective. I, I, I'm not so sure. Well, it sounds like they actually did kill a rival then. <laughs> a future one. One that's more serious than you know whoever the, 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 the yeah. ten the ten the ten eleven floopy gang or whatever the fuck. <laughs> there are so many gangs in New York. I mean, they all get, they all get, I mean, they all have wonderful names. If they're listening, yeah, we have they're a lot of we do them, have yeah. some some gangs that listen. They tune in. Um, he had hopes of becoming an NYPD detective, so they got the right guy. Um, he collapsed on the sidewalk in January. The last six of the 13 Trinitarios gang members convicted in the brutal. The last six of the wow, 13 convicted in the brutal caught on camera knife and machete slaying were sentenced to prison. Wow. In Bronx Supreme Court on first degree manslaughter charges. Oh, manslaughter. Manslaughter. <laughs> well, so how, well, are they out already? <laughs> Wow. It shouldn't take long. I don't even think that's bailable. <laughs> like they have to just give an R. Uh, yeah. A, uh, what do you call it? A disappearance ticket. <laughs> and then they, they end the story here with a quote. We must do something to stop these killings, said Fernando Mateo, a Bodega Association spokesman. Yes. Uh, everybody's for that but the gangs, you see. <laughs> They are the, they're real sticklers on this one. They they'll compromise on some shit, but on the killing, no. Mm -mm. They stand firm on the killings. We look. It's we're trying to make a living here. Exactly. Sometimes we need of, somebody dead. <laughs> that's part of gang lifestyle and whatnot. It's you can't be a gang without any killing. Where are you from? <laughs> that's what cabbies used to ask me that all the time. Where are you from? Uh, that that was like their response if you um you know if if something outrageous you know no, where are no. you from the foreigners would say that where are you from what do you mean, where am i from america where are you from <laughs> <laughs> butthole I'm an american from america <laughs> yes i'm going to hit the ground running in my new ford truck next time i will not be <laughs> bothering with you this brooklyn man now this is a this promises to be an interesting story. Darnell Burgess was living at a Brownsville 1718 men's shelter mm. when staff there noticed several strange shipments addressed to him, a carbon dioxide tank being one, charcoal, <laughs> potassium nitrate, and wire. Uh-oh. Well, what's so? I don't understand what's weird about those things. Sometimes you yeah. need all those things around the house. A mentally ill homeless man who still knew how to build a bomb, apparently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a mentally ill mad bomber. <laughs> See, we need to get off words like mentally ill. You know, I mean, that's, I know that the stigmatizing and blah, 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 but they need to just say crazy as fuck. Exactly. A crazy as fuck homeless man. This who, isn't a guy who's, oh, he's got a little depression. You know, he's down in the dumps. No, the guy's ambitious. He's ambitious. I will say. Yeah, this. I'll give him that. That's yeah. He's not he, uh, far from down in the dumps. He tried to. 
He tried to build a bomb in a Brooklyn's men, a Brooklyn men's shelter, violent Brooklyn men's shelter there. Expected to get 25 months behind bars for the potentially explosive act. <laughs> <laughs> well, 25 months is like two years and a month. Yeah, an extra month thrown in. <laughs> well, if he's mentally ill... Shouldn't they just put him in the fucking nut house and keep him there until yeah. he dies? <laughs> Sitting in his shit <laughs> like they used to. Yeah. Waiting for someone to come and hose him off. Make him stop eating out of his bedpan. <laughs> I mean, what happened to the old days? When people gave a damn. Yeah. Uh, 25 months. When you say it that way, I glossed over it. I was like, oh, 25 years. No, 25 months. Yeah. I mean, I could have done 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even try to fucking build up. But this guy, okay, Daniel Birch is 25, pleaded guilty uh, to federal receipt of explosives charges. Federal receipt of explosive charges. Charges, federal charges. Federal charges, then, it, yeah, it should have been more than two years. That seems uh, apparent that uh, this guy's gotten a nice little deal. Uh, Brooklyn Federal Court Judge Eric Committee. Committee. <laughs> so it's uh, a lot of things die in committee. Something crawled up in that motherfucker and died because he burnt the back of his robe out with that shit. Uh, <laughs> He set the 25-month sentence. He then delayed it until Thursday because um, Burgess didn't get the chance to speak before the jurist oh, made his okay. decision. <laughs> okay, well, by that evidence, we've concluded you are mentally ill. So okay. we're going to knock some years off. So just to... Okay. Would the bomb have actually worked? Well, maybe uh, that's you know I mean, it wouldn't yeah. work anyway. It's like yeah, he didn't even. <laughs> it's the Acme build a bomb kit, you know. <laughs> you couldn't kill a roadrunner with it's it. It's a big black ball with a fuse. Yeah, this is. Uh... He ordered what happened is he ordered one of those inventors kits, you know, that they advertised. <laughs> and they sent him, you know, here make something. <laughs> he didn't invent it, but. Uh... I'm sure he was going to put his own stamp on it. He didn't get a chance. He's like, well, I'm not going to do this because crazy man didn't get a chance to say a few words. <laughs> Under federal guidelines, Burgess's recommended sentence was just 15 to 21 months. An almost self-evidently low amount <laughs> committee said, especially when compared to some minimum sentences in federal firearm cases. I find this, well, uh, I find those those sentencing guidelines to be rather anemic. Toothless. I mean, Had he know. kicked out a certain window in a certain building well, in a certain city, screaming know, a certain candidate's name. I'm talking about New York City. Or if he had just talked 2023. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like the way the judge says it. It's almost self-evidently low. <laughs> almost. That's entirely low. 
compared to some sentence, I mean, what would be the federal firearms case? I, I just, I'm curious of what, what some of those sentencing might be. But he says, I'm driven in the end by my ass estimate <laughs> that, the, that the defendant presents some risk, some meaningful risk to the public. <laughs> oh, what so, would be that idea? <laughs> if I put him in for four months longer than the maximum, well, that ought to do it. <laughs> Jeez. He was also set to send sentence Burgess to three years supervised release. Yeah. Which includes mandatory mental health treatment. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, uh, well, there's nine million people running around, most of them God. building bombs. <sighs> Burgess passed also weighed into the judge's decision. In 2017, he made a call to a special education school. That's right, a TARD school in Long Island, threatening to shoot the place up, <laughs> targeting three specific students. Oh, my God. <laughs> they beat him in an argument, I guess. So because of that, he goes, you know what? 21 <laughs> months isn't going to cut it. 25 months, I pass judgment on you. and <laughs> May you rot an additional four months. <laughs> oh, no. Whoa. No. <laughs> Did you just sentence me to 25 months? <laughs> really? Look, it's not like I've ever done anything bad in the past. Well, actually, there was this TARD school, and you wanted to shoot TARDS 3. <laughs> By the way, TARDS 3 playing at Mercury Lounge this weekend. And I'm playing at uh, in Nashville with part of the End Racism Tour. Uh, myself, Gavin McInnes, hopefully Anthony Comey, who's had some yeah. recent health difficulties, and uh, Josh Denny, Agent Pat Dixon. Maybe there'll be a replacement. Who could replace Anthony? Apparently, uh, Jim Norton <laughs> <laughs> could fill it up. I think, I think anytime Anthony can't make anything for the rest of his life, Jim Norton should have to show up and do it. <laughs> he has to show up and do it. Uh, after handing down that sentence, he he backtracked uh, to ask if Burgess had a statement to make. The defendant made a brief apology, and committee adjourned oh. the proceeding for two days so he could reflect on his ruling. Now I want you to go think about it. <laughs> and I need to reflect on this, too. Make sure it's legal for me to throw the book at you this way. For me to just lock you up and throw away the key for 25 months. This is nuts. Burgess was living in... <laughs> Yeah, and and this is this is odd because like this this reminds me of some of these other cases where you've had people who have like threatened to shoot up schools, nothing happens. Yeah, I mean, what happened in twenty seventeen? It says nothing. It just said that he made a call. He threatened to shoot the place up. Targeted three specific students. He got nothing. Not and it says nothing about anything that he any sort of you know. Because that's like the guy in Florida who yes. went online. The Cruise. said, hey, this guy said he wants to shoot up a school. They, we'll get to it. Yeah, hello, FBI. And he shot up the school. I mean, you know. I, said, I, I heard some things. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't put the people who called it in in jail. Like, why didn't you really so strenuously try to? I mean, isn't we that did. weird? As the defendant made a brief apology. He's like, no, I, I don't. Uh, but. Uh, Say, do you guys hear clocks? Thousands of them? No, okay, fine. Um, he was living at the Atlantic House Men's Shelter in Brownsville, Violent Brooklyn, 1718, on uh, 
April 8th. When the staff there noticed several strange shipments addressed to him, as I said before, a carbon dioxide tank, charcoal. (laughs) Amazon, you can really get it all. (laughs) Potassium nitrate and wire. Hmm. You know, just wire. Right. You got to get several colors so they don't know which one to cut. Yeah. <laughs> or paint them all the same color. They always have the. Now yeah, what do you do? Now what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> or, or make them very similar. So I got the red one yeah, yeah. or the red orange one. <laughs> Burgess had also ordered sulfur powder, more potassium nitrate. Oh, come on. What? 100 feet of copper wire. Try to keep that away from the crackheads when you're in your homeless shelter. <laughs> and a wireless remote control switch from Amazon a few days prior. Jeez, man. He possessed ballistic armor plates. <laughs> He's living in a homeless shelter. He brought a canister full of gasoline into the shelter. <laughs> I set off a couple of red flags. Ah, uh, you know, 25 months. Uh, hello, uh, NYPD. You know, this is probably nothing, but, well, we've got a mentally ill man here who's ordered, you know, explosives and some ballistic armor plates, and uh, he's he brought some gas into the show. It's the guy, you know, who wanted to shoot up the TARD school. Oh, him again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tar yeah. shooter, yeah. All right, well, I'll send somebody over. I don't know. A search for of his cell phone found even more troubling information. Jesus. He downloaded a bomb-making instructions. What? And the NYPD's active shooter manual. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this guy, for a mentally ill individual, he's... Maybe he's obsessive. Maybe that's his mental problem. That you could know? be, yeah. His main problem is he's OCD. He gets all caught up in the planning. Yeah. And never doesn't really. mean he was going to do it. He just never executes because he gets, you know, by the he's almost done. He gets distracted, <laughs> you know, and he builds a model ship. And he said he was sorry. So. He mumbled an apology and he's like, yeah. look, you, you can do a little better than that. Come back <laughs> yeah. in two days with something real. Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was such a big deal to bomb things. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, you download bomb-making instructions and the NYPD's active shooter manual. and It says he regularly researched school shootings, suicide bombings, and police killings. Well, I do the same. A person's search history, really, unless it's very specific... I'm not well, so sure it, it should be brought in as evidence, you know. It's only in uh, <laughs> conjunction with with the bomb material. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't become interesting until yeah. Maybe he just had a morbid sort of interest in these things. Well, yeah, I mean, he's, like like he said, I look at crimes too. <laughs> maybe he was writing a book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or doing a podcast. Yeah, anything. <laughs> he had ordered podcasting equipment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Says, um, though it's not clear how close he came to making a working explosive. <laughs> this is the judge speaking. Yeah, I think we can all agree that there's at least some of the makings of the potential for serious damage and destruction. He certainly seemed to be trying very hard. <laughs> Give him an A for effort. I think we can all agree. 
That's at least some of the makings of the potential for serious damage and destruction. Can't get enough of my judge accent. I almost forgot to do it. Uh, Burgess was evicted from the shelter. <laughs> get out of here. Go be homeless someplace else. We don't want no bombers here. We don't shelter bombers. <laughs> they evicted him after they called the police. Hey, cops are coming. You might want to split. <laughs> he was committed, though, for mental health treatment at Montefiore Hospital for 18 days. Probably much nicer than that yeah. fucking men's shelter where he threatened staff members. <laughs> he then spent 30 days on Rikers Island for violating his state probation well, condition. Oh, I see. He had some kind of probation. He tried to get friends and family to buy him bomb materials while on Rikers. <laughs> that committee wasn't lying. Do me a favor? He really was trying hard. He was. Man, this guy's giving it his all. I mean... At least he's doing something. He's just not he's not just sitting around taking trank. Yeah. No. no. He's very productive. Man, they need to this is a guy who needs some to be on trank. A lot <laughs> yeah, of it. Give him trank. Yeah, that'll solve the problem. Yeah. He can just sit there in the street, a bent all the way touching his toes. Give him trank. <laughs> da, 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 I think I think we have yeah, that's gonna be the solution, uh the the, the new, you know, program in New York. Save lives. We're giving them Trank. Give them Trank. Trank saves lives. Oh, I'm not doing get a job. That would be. That would work. I can't afford the royalties. But he was evicted from the shelter, like I said. I mean, like most people on Rikers Island, you know, they're spending a month there. They're devoting a lot of their time to just survival. Not this guy. <laughs> Boy, if, I, if it's a, yeah, it's a shame. Listen, uh, I know what you're thinking. You know, I got myself in a lot of trouble here with all this bomb making shit. But I'm, I got one favor to ask you since you're here to visit. Uh, can you get me some bomb making materials? <laughs> I want to build it right here on Rikers. <laughs> now that would be impressive. I mean, why not? Uh, <laughs> Shit. It'd probably be easier there than anywhere. Yeah. Now that I think about it. You just got to find the right screw for the right price. They probably let him at this point. They want to close it down. Well, the gang's run the fucking place. Yeah. Dude, you know how to make bombs? <laughs> Shit, get him what he needs. He's like, oh, yes, I'm an expert at it. <laughs> yeah, I've got a new career. He tried to get friends and family to buy him bomb materials. And after his release, too. He kept trying on his own. This guy is. Uh, <laughs> Why go to family when you there's Amazon? This guy has chronic determination disorder. I think <laughs> he's very ambitious. People think determination is such a good thing. Not always. <laughs> what are you determined to do? Exactly? You know what else I'm sick of hearing about hard work. If you work hard, you, not necessarily. In fact, not even often. <laughs> yes, a, there's people who have worked themselves literally to death. Yeah, people working their fingers to the bone. I don't see how they came out on top. And they, if you work hard, then you get, uh, you know, some. No, not. not really. Know some people, get a little lucky. I think it's mostly <laughs> luck. Yeah. Great, so. I mean, it's. Uh, I should have known I wasn't going to get an argument from you. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
we agree on too much. That's the problem. I mean, once you get your golden ticket, there, there is some amount of skill and talent to maintain your position you've achieved. I would beyond know. that, but it's but as far <laughs> but as far as actually getting that opportunity, yeah, that's mostly luck. You got to yeah. be in the right place at the right time. Yes, and, and know the right guy. Yes. <laughs> and in July 2022, what year? 2022. He sent threatening messages to two women on Facebook describing himself as the GMK, <laughs> which <laughs> prosecutors let's see what could that stand for. <laughs> got my kites. <laughs> the man who got my kite. <laughs> got my kite. Uh, Gong more Kong. Yeah, Gong more Kong. Well, second time. attempt, unsuccessful. Prosecutors uh, believe the, the they believe that to be uh, the Glenmore killer in reference to the Glenmore Plaza housing development. Oh, okay. Housing. You ever heard? Of, I am the GMK. Okay. I am now. <laughs> um, I, I I live in Idaho or some shit. You know what I mean? Like this is on Facebook. Threatening messages messages to two women. This guy is a fucking living menace, and they gave yes. him twenty. They're about to give him maybe twenty five months. Yeah, maybe. And <laughs> he violated that probation for. I guess it was the shit in twenty seventeen when he threatened to shoot up a school of tards. Yeah. And look, I don't say that lightly. I'm not saying that to insult the tards. It's a no, special ed place. All the buses are short there. There's no judgment. The Tard yeah. school is not on trial. Right. I'm saying that's an extra low blow yeah. to shoot up a Tard school. And you know? they just said, okay, he wanted to kill some Tards. So what? Tard school. What's the worst that could happen? He was thinking that to himself. Tard school. <laughs> Shooting up a tart school. Well, prosecutors, uh, they believe it to be the Glenmore killer. <laughs> GMK. Well, I'm the GMK. But well, they're going to have a hard time pr approving that, I think. Uh, Burgess lawyer, Canaan uh, Sudaram of the Federal Defenders. Federal Defenders. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's issue that <laughs> issue one. Of federal defenders is a collector's item. <laughs> federal defenders one. Oh my federal God. defenders. There's As the Avengers. Track down GMK. <laughs> Doctor GMK. Federal defenders. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Asked for supervised relief or, or release or probation with no prison time, arguing that the Federal Bureau of Prisons has already approved has already proved. Uh, has already proved given him inadequate. Boy, this is bad writing. Okay, so Burgess's lawyer, the guy I said of the federal defenders, he asked for supervised relief. Excuse me, supervised release and supervised relief or probation with no prison time, arguing that the Federal Bureau of Prisons has already proved given him inadequate mental health treatment in the Metropolitan Detention Center. I think we basically understand the meaning of that garbled-ass sentence. <laughs> he says, putting him in prison won't do him any good. 
Yeah, they, they, they don't give him attic. Yeah, but... <laughs> so let him just go. Just let him go. Just let him go. They were unable to stop him from doing this shit again. So let him go. <laughs> Great argument. Yeah. He came out still crazy after how much time? How much time? <laughs> I mean, it's 2023. He was... The shit he did was 2017, and uh, he threatened to shoot up a school, <laughs> targeting three of those students. And uh, he said, eh, "I thought they were serious about school shooters. Apparently, they are not." I'm beginning no. to doubt, to doubt this guy's mental illness. In fact, they've never they have not mentioned a a specific mental illness the guy has. No, and that's dude, you wait. This guy is like, I, I have seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It says he's just an entirely different human being when medicated and treated. Hmm. Oh. A sentence that includes incarceration would put us back to square one. Yeah, because you can't force him to take that medication in prison. I mean, he can only be forced to take it when he's free to make that decision <laughs> on his own. <laughs> Golly. What's 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 the logic? Yeah, it would put us back to square one with this guy. Really, square one. <laughs> Where else would it put us? Uh, well, for a little while, but once he's got his Amazon orders uh, <laughs> again, he'll be good to go with his bones. Just breathe a sigh of relief. I mean, like we're not really that worried about him. You see? I <laughs> know that's the thing. I mean, his well-being is a consideration. <laughs> it matters. We can't just throw him off a cliff, but well, drop him from a helicopter or some shit like well, that. Those things are frowned on. So uh, we care, but, you know, like it is sort of a community safety issue at some point. And, and I think that at least the judge uh, sort of reflected some. Uh, he, did, he had a little bit of common sense there, but uh, he's like, I'm going to see if I can get you more time. You suck. <laughs> This is the kind of shit that's like, it's just unbelievable. And and apparently, if it's federal sentencing guidelines, that's the deal. Even with a criminal past, you know? Yeah. That they're just like, yeah, we don't want to discourage people from making bombs. We don't want to discourage that. Because, <laughs> you know, that's Look, creative. We start just throwing these guys in prison for making bombs and threatening retard schools. You know, we're gonna have us. There's gonna be several of them in prison, and then where will we be? Back to square one. (laughs) Square one. I think I know people that are facing twenty years. (laughs) Jesus, yeah. For 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 posting on Facebook. That's true. I I know a guy who uh, got arrested a few years ago for. you know, selling drugs at a fish concert. He did like fucking three or three or four years. <laughs> That's it's expected. I mean, damn. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're just making this up as you go along, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just well, I don't really have any personal beef against this guy. <laughs> but In this fact, other guy. we quite like the cut of his jib. <laughs> but that guy who ran the red light. Oh. Well, 30 years to life. Something about him just pisses me off. Yeah, I don't like it. There was another um, 
crazy guy who who did catch a sentence though um the subway shooter mm. and uh let me see what he got um frank james was his name and uh, oh, uh yeah, this yeah. is all the yeah. fucking see i know that i know i saw that he got a i i put in subway shooter sentenced and they they're like Subway shooter suspect charged. It's like, I didn't say charged. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I say his name was uh, Frank James, what a great fucking name for yeah. someone shooting up a train. Yeah, it's like Jesse's brother. <laughs> Jesse and Frank James. Yeah, exactly. They would rob trains. They rob trains, yes. <laughs> I say he pled guilty to uh, uh, mass shooting. What? Uh, Okay, according to the uh, Office of Public Affairs, U.S. Department of Justice, Frank James pleads guilty to mass shooting on New York subway. Um, I think we all saw that coming. He left his fucking wallet on the scene. So we were pretty confident he was the man. Is Is it possible I got this wrong? That this guy was not sentenced? Because I, I I could have sworn I saw this story come up. Uh, very strange. None of these uh, videos made a hell of a lot of sense either. You know? Oh, it was like odd looking. And- the subway, yeah, the videos that they had of the crime scene just afterwards, it's like, oh, there was smoke everywhere. I mean, and like, it's just, I'm not seeing panic exactly, you know? Anyways, that was a, that's a conspiracy theory from yeah. 2022. So, <laughs> but I, I feel, God, I was almost sure. But they don't have anything about the sentencing here. Uh, Frank James gets 10 life sentences. Well, thank you. How did you get that? I'm looking on. I just put it in. uh, You know what uh, it is? I'm stuck. Duck go. Yeah. CBS uh, News has it. Yes. Okay. Give me the give me the facts. 10 10 life sentences plus 10 years. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'll DM it to you on. Oh, you want me to do? Oh, I'm supposed to do it. Oh, I can do it if you want me to do it. You've got you've got a smooth voice. Oh, that's right. I do. Uh, yes, the headline: uh, Frank James gets ten life sentences plus tw- uh, ten years for twenty twenty two NYC subway mass shooting. Uh, Frank James, who earlier this year pleaded guilty to terrorism charges, received the yeah. That's what he got: ten years plus, oh, ten life sentences plus an extra ten years. It, it provided he <laughs> survives all those ten years. Uh, James apologized to the victims, explaining that what he did was to draw attention to mental health services. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> He's an activist, you see. Wow. Uh, they in no way deserved to have what happened to them, the 64-year-old said. James' attorney had asked for a sentence of 18 years, noting his client's age, physical health issue, and mental illness. Uh, well, gee, makes you wonder why he didn't get he got it, but I guess because he carried out the act, whereas the other guy we're talking about uh, plotted and planned it. Um, Quick question: Are those stories? Are, are those uh, <clears throat> stories? I beg your pardon. Are those sentences running uh, concurrently or consecutively? Uh, let's see. Because if those are running, I bet you they run concurrent, and I bet you he'll be out in fifteen years. 
Probably so. Uh, prosecutors shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> Several car. Uh, nah, Look, it's not telling me specifically. Guy's not very good at shooting fish in a barrel because he didn't hit anybody hardly. I think he hit somebody in a foot or something. Yeah. Well, you know, like you said, sometimes it's uh, you know, it's even hard to shoot a, a beer can and all that. You know. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. Had, he had the better rifle. He might have been more successful. Well, he did fire a handgun thirty-three times. So, uh, yeah, you think in, in a small area with a crowd, you would get something. Well, although, but, uh, wait, hold on one second. Maybe I was wrong. It says, although no one died, 29 people were injured. I'm looking at the Wikipedia entry about, about the guy and the crime, and it says that 29 people were injured. Oh, I, yes, uh, 28 of them had tinnitus, I think. <laughs> no, the gun it. was very loud. Well, it's inside a subway car, there is a lot of... You know, there's a ricochet of sound, but also bullets, you know. Ten victims were hit by direct gunfire, while the remaining injuries were from, oh, my God, smoke inhalation. (laughs) From his smoke bombs, smoke grenades. (laughs) Why the fuck, if you were trying to shoot people to kill them, would you throw two smoke grenades first? Seems like you're going to have a harder time hitting people. With well, all remember, that smoke. He's crazy, so things won't make sense. No, he's not, though, is he? He's well, not. he said he was uh, doing this to bro- he's an advocate. draw attention to uh, mental health. Well, it went on about he was upset about the services well, available for mental health. So. I don't know. I've never heard of they anybody. Didn't fix with, me. I've never heard of anybody with a mental health issue. No, I advocate for the crazies like me. <laughs> That's a little bit too sane of a thing to do. You know what I mean? Oh, here's the first one. Uh, well, I guess that's the exception that proves the rule. Yeah. And approximately, it says, uh, he, by the way, he's a black nationalist, well, whatever that is. I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> like a white nationalist, except you're black. <laughs> Probably. There's no such thing. There's only black, white nationalists. Oh, this explains why uh, we heard really very little about this. Um, going for i mean like you know a black nationalist they don't let's i'm not trying i'm talking about the media they don't really tend to play those stories up for whatever reason as soon as they hear something like that the story drops like a turd in the bowl Hmm, splashing the anus with cool water barely they hardly flush it as fast as can i don't know what you're talking about out of sight out of mind 29 injured (laughs) 19 of them from smoke inhalation. Now, smoke inhalation is serious. And if you're in a raging fire or near one or something, yeah. I could see. But uh, I'm, I'm having a tough time with the. It was only, but it was only, it's like one stop. <laughs> There's windows <laughs> on the train. <laughs> but I mean, from a smoke bomb, I mean, that you the, the inhalation would be discomfort and what, I mean, the injury would be, uh, you know, for a while, if you cough a bit, you're probably okay not long after that. I mean, if it doesn't kill you, <laughs> you ain't injured. damage it could do to your, yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't kill you, you ain't injured. <laughs> what doesn't kill you doesn't injure you. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this case, it's kind of true. Right? Yeah, you don't get a broken well, leg from it or nothing. I mean, yeah, in a burning building, smoke inhalation could literally burn your insides. So, 
Uh, yes. Know, that could, yeah, that's more serious than you know. And you'll I, die. I, and you'll die shortly. Really you'll you'll die shortly, right? Yeah. <laughs> Almost like yeah. you, you don't get burned insides and then be like, or, oh, no, he's going to live life altering injuries for the rest of your life. You're you can't breathe worth the shit. You can't eat hot that sauce. You can't eat chips. Uh, this. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you said, yeah, so, so breathing smoke. I do it all day or day. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm fine. <laughs> I, I don't consider myself injured. Hmm. Says most passengers disembarked at 36th Street, where some passengers fled onto an R train that traveled one additional stop to 25th Street. That's great. If I got off a fucking train where somebody threw a couple of smoke bombs, fired 33 shots, I I, I might just run up to street level. Fuck it. Yeah. You know, grab a cab. I'm, 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 I might have, I might be done with the train for that day. You might have searched for the nearest bodega and seek out the ice box. Yes, the, the cold box refrigerator. Oh, the cold box, sorry. <laughs> it says where some passengers fled onto an R train or that traveled. Uh, that's a, <laughs> the dumbest joke in New York. What's the favorite train of the pirates? It's the R. <laughs> I retire as a comedian. I traveled a, one additional stop to 25th Street on that day. After the attack, Frank James was arrested as a suspect after a large manhunt. Mm. Was he arrested on the, the day after the attack? It took him a while to get this dude, even though he left his wallet <laughs> with, his, oh, that's with, his, with his bank card and uh, the receipt for the U-Haul that he rented. and like <laughs> His address? <laughs> pretty much. And then somebody happened to spot him. He was out eating at a McDonald's or some shit. Like, is anybody going to pick me up? The FBI told me they'd pick me up pretty quickly. Weird. He was charged by U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District. If these if these are concurrent sentences, you know, they all run at the same time. Yeah. Then uh, this 10 life sentences is a total joke. Yeah. 10 life sentences. <laughs> I'm looking for it, but it's just, it just won't say it. It's so it does say, yeah, he did have a history of mental illness and all that stuff. Uh, uh, it says, uh, yeah, he pleaded guilty to uh, something, 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 uh, a terrorist act on mass transfers, blah, 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 discharging a firearm, to commission of blah, 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 karma violence. Well, it, it, you, if you discharge a firearm during the commission of a crime of nonviolence, how about that? <laughs> Once you fire the gun, it kind of becomes a crime of violence. I would some think degree. so, yeah, yeah. He pleaded not guilty. But then he pled guilty to federal terrorism charges. And it says on October 5th, James was sentenced to life in prison. Yeah. Hmm. Reports of assaults and other major felonies occurring on the subway system increased significantly during the COVID-19 pandemic, which is weird because ridership plummeted. There's hardly anybody on the train, but a lot of major felonies were occurring on it. I mean, it was down to like, I remember taking the train some days. So the trains kept running <laughs> for some reason. I would, I'd be the only person on, not in the car, on the train. The whole damn train? That I could see. Yeah. And you look up wow. and down and there's nobody. When you get on and get off, there's nobody else. Wow, that must have been nice. It was actually pretty eerie. 
Oh, okay. and 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 but walking was even eerier. Ghost town, nobody on the streets <laughs> for you know, uh, friggin' 15, 16 blocks up to thirty fifth street. Garrett and I would go out and have a cigarette sometimes, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, this was a bustling area. Yeah, and there was nobody. It was a, anyway. I probably talked about it before. Uh, the uh, it says when the number was adjusted for. I, 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 we don't need to go on too much. I guess Frank James is covered, but uh, we'll see. Well, what it's happens. interesting to juxtapose between this one and the other one where they caught the guy before anything happened. But nevertheless, he's got this. He's got even more of a mile long previous incidents than this guy does. He uh-huh. said he had a history of mental illness and all that, but this guy. It already threatened to kill Tars. Yeah. <laughs> they really did nothing it, it about it. It is an it. interesting juxtaposition, isn't it? Because they're both federal yeah. charges. And the, and the, they got lucky that he was caught because the people noticed the bomb-making materials. Yeah. They got lucky. Right. I mean, can you... I, and there's I know no thing about locking him up, and they're not really going to do anything. He's going to do a little over two years. If that. Yeah, if that. Probably less. Yeah. I mean, what constitutes good behavior for this guy? He didn't try to build any bombs. Yeah. But unfortunately, he's in a controlled he's, situation he's, now. He yeah. takes his medicine. He'll be normal and well-behaved. Nice. I'll let him go. No, no, no. Controlled situation. He won't take his medication. He's fine <laughs> when he's on his medication. I don't understand that. When he he's takes his medication, he's a completely he's different guy. Well, why doesn't he take it? Well, nobody makes him. Exactly. There's Megan's law would be a, a, a really good curative for this kind of situation. Megan's law is a, it's a state of New York thing. I think, I don't know, maybe it's national. I don't know. But like you, if, if somebody doesn't take their medication, I mean, they can be forced to take it. And if they won't right. take it eventually, that's like, all right, well then you get uh, committed. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something that nobody wants. Hardly. Well, I mean, you got a guy here who's proven to be violent. Yeah, and I'm not even sure if this is an escalation. or I mean, I guess it is. It's a bomb instead of like, I'm going to shoot up a school. He's like, I'm going to blow up something. You know, I've been following these police things. Uh, uh, He keeps obsessing about it. Uh, There was another homeless guy. See, he's a homeless guy. Where does he get money to buy all this shit? The family is supporting him, maybe. Or he gets some sort of stipend from the state. I don't know. A men's shelter, and he's like a disability. Or no, whatever. I mean, like I'm telling you right now, I'm not. I, I have an apartment, and uh, you know, yeah. for now, and uh, <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't have the money to buy this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive. House pretty expensive shit, but come on. And you can't monitor this stuff a little bit better. Like, oh, is, we see you bought some stuff. What the hell you need this canister for? <laughs> what do you need this lucky. potassium nitrate? No, 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 no. <laughs> but these are the same motherfuckers. You light a cigarette back in one of those rooms. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah. There's an, there is an escalation deal that happens uh, in New York, and I've noticed it lately even more so because, you know, things get it. Uh, people, there's an opportunity for escalation when, uh, you know, you don't really do a very strong punishment, I guess, on somebody the first time. I'm not saying that every crime should be punished strongly. Believe me, sometimes you have sometimes to look look at a situation and say, you know what? I think that anger management would be fine for this. 
<laughs> fine gentleman who's never been in trouble before. But <clears throat> here we have um, a guy's on the loose, a killer's on the loose in, in Manhattan, uh, or a Manhattan killer's on the loose somewhere. He might have made it to an outer borough by now. Are, yes. He ain't going to leave the city over. I'll tell you that right now. It's a double homicide, in fact. The cold-blooded executions of two innocent upper Manhattan dog walkers. <laughs> no dog walker is fully innocent. You know what I mean. <laughs> but they followed a, a, followed a long-standing dispute. Um, the cold-blooded executions did. They followed a long-standing dispute sparked by a barking... I'm going to read this as the Daily News has written it. Sparked by a barking pooch. With a suspected killer still on the streets after the festering beef escalated to a double homicide. See, the guy didn't, you know, just go completely ballistic and unreasonably kill two people he's no. he's part of a festering beef that escalated <laughs> we're all caught up in this yeah we understand just a double homicide it was that's a barking a, pooch this didn't have to happen <laughs> you should have shut the dog I up mean, like there's muzzles you he know did. there's all <laughs> kinds of murder suspect lenu moore as opposed Lenew. to <laughs> len old moore his dad Please call me Lenu. Lenold's my dad. <laughs> well, uh, murder suspect Lenu Moore should have killed less. <laughs> he remained on the lamb Tuesday in the killings of Jacqueline Bellini, 57, and Lava Harvin. That's difficult to say. Lava Harvin. I'm not softening an R there. His name's Lava. Lava. <laughs> Lavar Harvin. Okay, well. That, that rolls right off. Lavar Harvin. Lavar Harvin. 42. Police saying Moore was lying in wait on a Washington Heights street last Friday evening before the sneak attack by the gunman on his unsuspecting targets. Yes, he was lying in wait. That's the whole point of lying in wait is uh, you, you want your targets to be unsuspecting. Yes. <laughs> Typically, yes. They You're anticipating a sneak attack. Yeah. It spoils the surprise if they know it in advance. Yeah, if they know you're up there, they might turn around and walk the other way. <laughs> they might not go up. <laughs> You'll never kill them both then. Yeah, it won't work. Not, not, not. They, they are suspecting targets. Well, if this whole thing, if they're just part of a process of escalation here, it seems like they would have been suspecting targets. You know. Yeah. Possibly. This guy is probably going to try and shoot us, <laughs> considering the way this has escalated. The alleged killer in April, he kicked the door of next-door neighbor Bellini's W. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Bellini's W is not the neighbor. Uh, <laughs> in April, the alleged killer kicked in the door of next-door neighbor Bellini's West 163rd Street apartment. It should say next-door neighbor Bellini, though, not Bellini's. Yeah. The door of next door neighbor Bellini's West. Man, I, again, why they need to hire me as a copy editor? <laughs> West 130, uh, 60, you know, 163rd Street apartment with a hammer in hand to attack the woman and her family in anger over the do- over the woman's three pet dogs. And I relate to this. I like I, I like dogs fine, 
I don't want to suffer the slightest inconvenience ever for a dog. (laughs) The last hour of this episode with myself and Doug, go to censored.tv. That's censored.tv. And when you're there, subscribe. You get a discount with my name, P-A-T. Use promo code PAT for a discount. You pay less. It helps me out. And you get all the New York City Crime Report coverage that there is. And that's that. If you'd like to see just the video uh, of this show, go to nyccrimereport.locals.com. Subscribe. And you get that. It's up now. Thank you so much for listening and being a fan.